Well, I've seen I've, there's That's movies out real, there. Right? No, this is like really happening, though. People are actually making yeah. this. Yeah, I've, I've seen the articles on it. And I'm like, oh, I cringe, dude. I literally get the chills. I'm like, oh. That's a little scary. I'm just going to just it's just a matter of time before you get the first article man's penis ripped off by robot girlfriend. Well, that could be like a mechanical malfunction, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that may not necessarily be like uh, evil intent. That might be, oh, we didn't we we didn't really smooth out that one edge. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and geek culture. I'm your host, Simorg. I'm joined today by my returning party members. Welcome back. Your favorite, Ash and Harold, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back and casting Couch adjacent. God, dude, what's going on with this shit, dude? I don't even know. I told you it's going to be lit. This is live, dude. This is the first one of the new year for the LFM podcast. And here we are talking about casting couch. It's not It's not a casting couch. It's just simple, normal couch. Kratos looks like he's getting ready to gobble your head, Daedalus. No, no. He's 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 agreeing with me about the casting <laughs> couch. He's like, I'll oh, complete that shit. Damn. And this nonsense in chat, where's our lord and destroyer? It doesn't even make any sense unless you're whatever. Anyway... Welcome in, everybody, for 2023, our first episode of the LFM podcast back again. Uh, some things we're going to chat about a little bit here. So be good to catch up, see how Daedalus and I have been doing, uh, kind of talk about some things coming up this new year. But before we dig in, um, uh, you know, want to give a big shout out to all of the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and Kofi. Thank you so much for keeping our parties bags packed provisions stocked for all our adventures here on the show speaking of the show if you want to show us some love you can go over to the pin post over on twitter at the lfm show on twitter right there at the pin top you'll see all the podcast places go on up there check out the itunes specifically give us a five star leave us a comment we'll read it here live on the podcast help us to get this podcast out as a more reputable one so people know we're real we're legit and we've been doing this got some skin in the game uh and more importantly that there are people who like to watch us or listen to us um friends been a hell of an end of the year my end of the year went really good um but we're gonna catch up a little bit on that like talk about some things in gaming some things in entertainment um what we've been playing what our plans are for the year um so I guess that's a really good way to kind of segue in and play a little catch up and and hear like how'd you spend your your New Year's man like what did you you know was it a good New Year's for you how'd it go Dateless? Yeah, it went it went really well. I went back home um, to uh, you know to see my dad and my brother and uh, and his two kids and the fam and it was nice. Got a chance to hang out with them, hang out with some friends back home and just you know party it up over the christmas holiday it was you know definitely a lot of activities each day so i kind of came back and needed a vacation for my vacation but other than that it was, it was a ton of fun sounds good man yeah i did too man i had my partner came down spent some time in a cabin for a few days out in out in the um, mountains in oklahoma here and uh, it was like just 
it was beautiful, man. Had this like really nice brook that went by and, you know, put up some logs outside, lit the fire outside, you know, roasted some marshmallows, made some s'mores, enjoyed a hot tub, like chilled out by the fire, you know, and just kind of relaxed and, and just kind of got back, you know, got down to the, you know, just disconnecting completely. I, I like literally completely disconnected for an entire week and, um, especially so those few days that I was gone and man, the, the drive, I'm in the Tulsa area here in, in Oklahoma and driving down there, man, I'm like, damn, I usually you can go like the turnpike or you can just go an alternate way. I went the alternate way. God, dude, get about an hour out of here, out of the city area. And you start hitting some, some of those smaller towns that just look really nice, you know, really old, nice little towns. And then you get, you know, the kind of places that have like, you know, you're driving by and they got like an old, you know, an old shake malt uh, machine or whatever. Uh, what is Ooh. it called? Yeah, an old uh, float machine or whatever it is. Yeah, and like, yeah kind of old uh, yeah. like soda, soda shop or something like that. Yeah, and Broken Bow. I don't know if you've ever, well, you've ever been to Oklahoma in that area, but it's a beautiful, beautiful area, man. And um, yeah, the, the God, the drive down, you get up into those mountains and some of those views, even in the car ride, just looking out, you're like, wow, dude looks so making nice. me want to make a road trip out there man. it's beautiful dude and there's like this nice zigzaggy windy road that goes it's highway but it's like um you know not a big highway and so it's like just so scenic dude i was like god this is like such a nice drive i just enjoyed the drive out and back it was like part of the trip man i'm telling you it was so nice yeah, Broken Bow's nice. If you're ever, if anybody's ever in Oklahoma and you want to go see, like, you just want a, a really nice, like, camping lake, you know, some some water, and yeah, you want some nice, like, just chill nature. It's so beautiful out there, especially this time. I want to explore my area here. I just have been Man. been kind of hermiting it up, but uh, definitely want to experience that because when I moved to where I'm at in North Carolina, there's a lot of like that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, which I yeah. really love. I just yeah. haven't had a chance to go do versus coming from Arizona where you've got those in certain pockets, but it's still a ways away yeah. from where I, where I grew up. So uh, yeah. yeah, sounds, sounds like a great time. God, it was nice, man. I was like, Oh, and then I, it was weird too, because like, it just felt, it felt very weird for me, per, for me personally to be that disconnected from technology uh, to be like, I mean, cause I didn't like, post tweets i didn't respond to hardly any of my comments on like youtube um i barely jumped on discord at all and so for me it was like really weird because i'm so used to being like in this rhythm of doing all these things around the podcasts or like you know um creating content streams hanging with people um which i love but it was just so weird because i haven't done i haven't made it i haven't disconnected like that I don't know, man, in a long, long time. So it was, it was a trip, but I was like, I kind of decided this year going back into it. I wanted to start doing stuff a little different, you know, like I wanted to sort of like spread it out a little bit, do a little bit more variety, uh, which I think the show as we were getting towards episode hundred, I think there's a good chance you're going to start to notice we do a little bit more different here too. Um, but yeah, today's episode, as it's titled, you know, it's uh, Mythical Dreams. And I, I got really into like that, like idea of that as like the show uh, title because of just kind of what I've been doing since I've been back. I've been playing a God of War. People are watching this. You're seeing the Daedalus has got Kratos in the back background. 
screaming, even though it looks like he's about to gobble his head up. And um, he's like, um, been been just playing a little bit of God of War and and you know doing um, doing some streams that are a little different, like going into the just chatting area and doing like chats around things like Atlantis, not like conspiracy theory stuff, but I think people sometimes like. We were doing some uh, some chats around Atlantis and like lost technology and, you know, the pyramids and megalithic structures. And it was a really fun time and did it again this Wednesday. And it's kind of like the Wednesday thing is just hitting on all these like unknown uh, sort of like discussions. I just I could talk about that stuff for hours. And we were we were chatting about that. And um, man, it's like it, it's something I noticed is when you use the word technology, people think our technology, they think today touch screens you know, flying machines, like drill machines. We we think about technology and we think about our current technology. We don't think about technology in the most basic sense of the word, which is just you know, something that you're using to make and improve upon the things you got to do in life, right? So a hammer, yeah. a chisel, like that's technology. And so there were, it was interesting to talk about things like Atlantis and locations. And there's some very compelling uh, stuff out there, uh, you know, to kind of like show the the area. I think a lot of people here who maybe even were, you know, a little more, you know, hesitant about believing in something like that, were kind of like look at the evidence and go, you know, it's pretty compelling. There's some very good stuff there to look at to think about, and I've I've been enjoying doing that. It's very different, you know. Still doing Ashes stuff. We do our Ashes Pathfinder podcast on Sunday. Chat a little Ashes today before I did God of War. So I'm kind of like just varying it up. And I kind of thought this year is a good year to do RPGs, man. I just like I've missed playing RPGs. Not like Elden Ring style RPG or open world RPG, but like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, uh, the Elder Scrolls. Uh, Legend of Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild. Um, God of War is a good one, things like that. And I have loved yes. God of War games for so long. I played all of them up until they relaunched them again and started fresh, doing more things related to Norse mythology now. And I mean, that's one of the big things when you look at like the old stuff from like Atlantis and you look at like mythology from our own civilizations and the early God of Wars like totally did that. They they jumped into uh, the Greek mythology. Right. And Kratos is running around. There's like alternate like sort of like story related to all that. Um, Yep. It's very much its own fictional sort of story based on all that. And they jumped on into to doing the the Norse mythology now. So you have God of War, God of War Ragnarok came out, but this God of War came out on uh, PC and I was like, hell with it, man. I can pick it up for 29, get it on Steam. I can play it on my PC now, enjoy it, stream it, showcase it, have fun. And it is as good of a time as every other one of those were. And I played all the God of War. I played even that handheld PSP and it was mm-hmm. a God, it was such a good game too. Even the PSP didn't didn't miss a God of War beat, dude. Mm, Not a nice. beat. Yeah, and it had the same gameplay of like jumping like crazy distances and you know jumping onto like a dragon or a god or something, and it was just so good. I think it was called God of War Origins or something. Um, yeah. But it was good, and and this one is not missing a beat. And I did go watch the voice actor for him, uh, his speech. I shared that this week and looked at it and I was like, Oh, that was good. He's such a class act, man. I'm telling you just such a class act. I mean, I loved his stuff when he was in Stargate SG one. And I just like, just 
ton of heart and everything. And and speaking of of God of War, I definitely like it may be a little later in the show, like about pitching an idea, but I kept thinking about this today because I'm I'm digging into God of War Ragnarok now as well and Ooh, and loving every minute of it uh, also because it definitely I mean if you like God of War you're gonna love Ragnarok it's definitely mm-hmm. theme formula plus uh, yeah. I would love to see them in this style re and I'm I'm not a huge fan of remakes but I would totally be on board with a remake of the originals with this type of style I think it would play really super well you could still like leverage the same you know voice acting for the most part for you know for kratos he might like switch it up a little bit to sound like more like earlier in his i guess air quotes youth but dang that would definitely i think that would sell like hotcakes he wasn't a voice actor for the first three was he i don't think he was no he was not he was not sounds so much Um, alike though too they do yeah absolutely and and i i think they would they that would just kill um and i'm not like i said i'm not a huge fan of remakes but you know the the quality that the studio puts out santa monica studios puts out is just fantastic it's top notch man Um, yeah and i play it just as much for the story yeah as i do for the actual gameplay and that's i think when we get into the rpgs i mean that's going to be my bread and butter this year. I'm going to do the same yeah. in terms of looking for RPGs because I, I miss that, like that feel of being an honestly like a living yes. kind of movie that you're the, yeah. you control the actors on. It's really good. Oof. God of War, the first three, Alfina said, I'm like, I'm remembering back to even those older God of Wars. They look mm-hmm. so good though. I feel like mm-hmm. they still got to hold up pretty well. I could be yeah. wrong. I haven't looked back now, but I'm wondering if they've even got the earlier ones on Steam. I don't know that they do. I don't think they do. I've got think. them yeah. like, as part of like whatever PS Plus Premium or yeah, um, something like that. I know I've I've played them a little, but I uh, you know I didn't have time to really dig in. Right. Uh, but I do I do feel like they still hold up in yeah. terms of like story and so on. Yeah. Yeah, they have sure. I thought I'd look just to double check and see if that's changed. Feels bad. Ah, God, you imagine if they brought those back, I might even go through and play that again, honestly, because God of War is so good. So fun. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, I mean, that that is like, or again, I'm not a fan of remakes, but that is one that I would be totally on board with. I know we talked about maybe in the last show they were remaking Witcher 1 in like the current engine. I'm yep. like, yes. And so I think again, right? It it goes back to great story. Um, that one was just lackluster gameplay, but it was still a great story. And I think they could they could put something out there that people would really enjoy. I mm-hmm. think. You know what the thing is about God of War is like if you could literally take him and just shift him over into other mythology, easy. If you made the shift to go into Norse mythology, you could jump into Persian mythology. You know, I mean, you can literally, right? Any like Chinese, Japanese. I mean, I'm not saying they will or that they necessarily even should, but it goes to show you that like he went from Greek mythology and and jumped into Norse and it didn't skip a beat. And if he can do that, yeah. I think it's just a matter of making the right transition into the into something that makes sense for Kratos. And you've got mm-hmm. a lot of years left of him being a game that we can play with him yeah absolutely yeah. agree yeah i think they just like even this the transition 
because I was playing the original God of War again prior to getting Ragnarok. Oh, God, and I was nice. still like, even that transition <clears throat> through from the end to say, like, hey, we're we're doing another one. Just kind of you get that, and they just they just created that story so well at the end. I mean, I think once you get there, you're gonna be like, wow, it's it it's it's just it's indescribable is all i can say all i can say is wow yeah you'll love it you know what our games are doing remakes you know we of course we had the final fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. um i think they call it integrate is the one that they do for so that's the support right i think from yes. steam yeah integrate yeah yeah i'm thinking about picking that up and then i um am thinking about looking at uh what do you call it um well i i want to play um the prince of persia sands of time ubisoft still talking about doing it but we got news on ubisoft too so i'm like i think you'll look at that um but yeah i mean i was like because even the prince of persia not the trilogy so much but the there was the one that came out after that and that one definitely had the god armon in it and i was like all right um and i you know working on my my fantasy world i mean there's a lot of influence not i wouldn't say it's like i'm not doing like jared tolkien where i'm like recreating mythology for like my people or something but there's definitely influences a lot of persian mythology specifically like orma and like the light and darkness and those aspects and um so it's pretty cool because um seeing like god of war it just oh man it reminds me how much i love mythology and you know, yeah. uh, in, in all of its variants and flavors and, and, you know, even, even mythology of like cultures that like don't, don't necessarily resonate for me. It's still so interesting um, to look at that. So. Yeah, um, I agree with you. It mm-hmm. definitely renewed my love of mythology. And like, I, I remember growing up, like being totally into like learning about the different pantheons and the different cultures. And, and yeah, it just, it's just one of those things. It's just really fascinating. Um, and, and I love the take that the, you know, Santa Monica Studios has for that story, too, in terms of, like, how they really, I mean, at the end of the day, they're humanized characters in the mythology. I love the, their spin on those humanized characters as well. Yeah. And just the, the hero's journey, they just chef's kiss, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, man, one of the things that, well, I guess this is a good question, right? Like, obviously, I've been working on writing my first manuscript right now, and mm-hmm. it's been going pretty good. Um, I'm curious. So, I've got I've got some things on, on the agenda for myself this year. I'm curious what some of yours are. Uh, well, I mean, I've been doing some writing. I've actually started posting a bit in in the Discord as well. I'm just like really kind of working on, honestly, my flexing my my. Uh, poetry muscle in terms of writing because i've done you know fiction before um short stories mm-hmm. mostly um i've done like nonfiction, like articles and editorials and that kind of thing and i've really been inspired i would say in the past year uh to just to explore other forms of art um and so that's what i've been doing i'd i'd like to at some point release release something like out into the world like officially as like a book or something but that's Still, I would say um, something that I'm like working through finalizing. I feel like there's more I need to do before I release something. Um, but uh, but definitely um, 
you know, definitely that's where my creative juices are, are focused here. In addition, just to like really enjoying other people's work and and really digging into other other stories as well. So yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm working on. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that one you posted the other day too. It was really good. Um, yeah, I'm like kind of like this year, like right now, part of the reason we're doing every, well, I mean, actually, I think there's a good chance we'll probably be doing every two weeks for this podcast for a while anyway, just because I feel like it allows, uh, allows us to sort of like cultivate uh, a broader range of topics and discussions. Um, doesn't mean mm-hmm. we won't ever go yeah. back to weekly, but right now, a big part of it's like, I'm working on the manuscript and I need those, those clock hours in with my head to the grindstone on that. And uh, it's, um, yeah, I think tomorrow I, I usually do like community nights on Friday and like tomorrow I'm not doing that. Uh, I think I'm doing the next the next several ones, but I'm like kind of like taking days off and getting as many like full days in to, to work on stuff that I can when I can. Um, and yeah, this week's basically my primary focus is play, you know, get through my, well, play as many RPG games as I can. I want to do Hogwarts Legacy. I want to get through the God of War game. Um, I might look at uh, Cyberpunk. I'm not 100% yet. Um, but there's some other RPG games that I've had sitting there that I just would like to finish. Um, I'm Crisis Core is a remake. Um, that one's being remade, and I think it's coming out, or if it's not already out, I, I might actually play through that again because I played it on the PSP when I played it before. might do Final Fantasy VII stuff because I kind of miss doing that, but... I think playing through those games, getting through them, just really enjoying some of the some of my favorite stories. And I think we get Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 this year. I, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's this year. And if it is, then I might be getting a Switch again and then playing that. Um, whether I stream it or not, I don't know, but maybe. Um, but getting the book, the book's the big thing right now. I've got the book. I'm going to do a Kickstarter for it. Mostly because I feel like that's going to be a good way to market it and get it to more people and sort of spread the word. Um, and then let people that want to be a part of like the, the pretty big moment for me um, and for the, I guess, beginning of my stories, it'll be a cool way to sort of like dish out some things that you won't really get anywhere else to the people yeah. that really want to be a part of it. So um, get that out and then I'll be going right into the next one roughly I would say probably the next three to six months, it would be like kind of plotting, planning, taking a little bit of a breather and then digging in hardcore again and probably a three month period to do the writing. Um, and then I'm kind of, I'm going to try to do a book a year, I think. Um, That's probably. awesome, man. I mean, I, I really, uh, really yeah. proud of you. I know that's something you've been working on for yeah. a while. So yeah. just seeing that come to life is just, is is great i i really uh admire your dedication and yeah definitely balance it out because that's honestly what i put off for so long with mm. like my writing and honestly i wouldn't say i was forced into it i was kind of inspired into it and then it just started going and going and going and i was writing 5 10 15 20 poems a week and pretty soon i was 100 plus in and i'm like i still got more I just I want to do more, so it's it it awesome. it, it builds. It definitely builds. Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm I'm gonna be pushing pretty hard to do like one a year because if I can get all, I don't know, man. It's, it could be it could be a minute, but I, I've got a Kofi for anybody who's interested. If you're here watching now, uh, or if you're watching this later, it's in Discord. It's a whole different Discord 
for the master's core, um, a whole different place. I've been sharing, I think I'm on third video. I did, I've done three videos. I'm, I'm sharing on Kofi to the backers and supporters there. Um, I'm basically doing like monthly videos and so far I've gotten good feedback. Zod gave me good feedback, uh, about it. And he was like, really like the way I'm doing it. Cause I'm giving like, um, basically I did Knights of the Phoenix. I did the Oridites last well, this week, and then the origin story, and I'm going to actually do something related to, I leaked a little bit and shared a little bit of the origin story on accident, and I was like, ah, I was like, well, if I said it, I might as well go ahead and elaborate at least a little bit, so there's context there, and I did that, and um, kind of felt like the world's coming together, so I, I feel like this is that thing people talk about, if you're creating something and you've got people that are there in your community that want to be a part of that, I always believe like, you know, keep your finger on the tap, the pulse and like help let the feedback guide you and like what you're sharing and showcasing. And, you know, he was like saying that he felt like the world's coming together. So I was like, oh, this is good. Okay. I'm on the right track then. So yeah, yeah. you're going to need, you're going to need a Maggie to like keep your Steven under control, man. Yeah, if you man. link it, <laughs> it was planned to be a 10 minute video and it ended up being like 15 because I had to elaborate on that part a little bit. I was like, I'm not just going to say, something about the gods and then not actually elaborate on what that means and how that ties into the other stuff. So anyway, awesome. yeah, but I still barely even, I mean, totally, I haven't even said anything, but the hope is that basically I go through all that and then I don't know how many chapters I'll do. I think maybe 10 of from the core and then I'll probably transition into doing something a little different. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty stoked about it. It feels really good, and um, I'm looking forward to it. But you know what? What doesn't feel good? <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Um, Ransom coming. <laughs> imagine creating your your own your own work. Let's say that it does does really well, and then someone comes along and then just makes a a cheap knockoff wannabe version of it. Instead of just creating something fresh and unique all their own, that could be very much like it you know, taking or drawing influence from it and, and using it as a source of inspiration, or you could just go and just like completely rip it off. Like this Netflix show that's going to be ripping off star Wars. What dude? Well, I mean, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to maybe balance the right a bit. I mean, I definitely, my first reaction was a WTF moment considering like the backstory but it is Zack snyder and and i actually love the shit out of his his version good um when he like yeah when he did his justice league i'm like mm -hmm. yeah okay this is the film that i wanted to see when when the original one came out so i have a feeling i mean it 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 might be good but i agree with you it's like it it is a feels bad moment when you're really kind of doing something that it it's kind of been done before, but you never know, right? There, you know, there could be a fresh take here. We're just maybe getting something like that's cursorily, you know, aligned to Star Wars. But yeah, it does. It was a little. It was a little on the nose when he called it Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon, and there's like that image in that article uh, that yeah. I linked, and you're like, that's like, look, well, come on, man, change it up, aesthetics up a little, a little bit more than that, maybe. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm actually i'm with you arthas because he because the you know the star wars kind of going the woke route which is again it wasn't necessarily 
you know, um, the the fault of like the people trying to like pull together, like the actors, you did a really great job. It was, you know, the showrunners and the the leaders that were trying to impose. Um, so potentially, you know, this might be like a non-woke version of what we wanted to see in Star Wars. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Man. But, uh, but still, I'm like Rebel Moon. I'm like, really? Could have tried something a little different that wasn't like so on the nose star wars yeah i'm like looking at it i mean it definitely gives me some of those vibes looking at the imagery but i don't know man you know who knows man you got that what's it called the the orwell or something like that which is like sort of a star star trek oh yeah the orville yeah, the orville, yeah i've yes. heard that's really good i have to watch that because like people keep saying it started out being more like funny but then it ended up they took it more seriously really, like hit yeah, hitting it in its stride, and it's been doing really well. So I would really, um, I'd really need to sit down and start watching that. Need yeah. some good stuff to get on the on the TV there. Also, some of the names right for the cast of this one. You, Charlie Hunnam, he's on there, right? You got yeah. Jem Malone, uh, which you know she's not like you know a, a number one sort of like leading role lady or anything, but she's been in a lot of stuff since she was a kid. She's that kid in like. Uh, contact the the little version of mm-hmm. that's her she she grew up in along the way she was in like i remember seeing her in that movie it was a really it was like a cult classic sort of vibing movie donnie darko that was oh a, I, yeah i've heard that, of that that was a trippy one it was really weird um i kind of want to like watch that now just to watch as as like a more matured adult to see how it like lands i enjoyed mm-hmm. watching it back then but th- i feel like there were some aspects of it that escaped me you know what I mean? Back when I watched it originally. Uh, but anyway, you got uh, Alfonso uh, Herrera, Stuart Martin. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people that carry Elway's in there from freaking The Princess Bride. He's in there. You're like, what? So who knows, man? It could be could be good. I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. And Zack Snyder's good, man. So yeah. I, I, I kind of see that and I go, okay, maybe... I, I probably would have gone with a different name, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully some of the names and identities of things don't seem too similar to star Wars when we watch it. Um, but I also think it's a little ridiculous for giant freaking robot to, to call it a ripoff when you haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That almost sounds yeah. like purposeful damaging article articles. Uh, in the way that the Rings of Power has shill articles writing for it, saying that it's fantastic and amazing and beautiful and stuff, when it really sucks. Uh, something yeah, I won't mention. Exactly, exactly. I'm yeah, throw up a little bit in my mouth, a little bile. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, but I would say, other than the title, that was like really. I I think the Zack Snyder piece this that definitely feels like knowing his work um, that I liked. I'm like, okay, this 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 could have a chance and end of the day it's not amazon so that helps a bit Mm. yeah uh wrong there although you know what netflix has been bombing at lately (sighs) they are fucking destroying the witcher man they are yeah i'm not gonna go too much into this right because i got a video on monday for this on blood moon or blood origin i have not watched that yet is it is it cringe god dude i love michelle yo but like you, you took a leading person and you just made her like a backpack tertiary side hustle character. Like 
And oh, that that the, that hurts my soul. Man. I don't. That I'm not gonna. Soul. I'm not gonna say anything about it. I'm gonna let you decide for yourself. But it's All like right, yeah, I gotta watch. It's that the too. same problem with character development, and just like honestly, when I watched, I was like, you know, I feel like uh, a low budget film kind of would have looked like this. I was super disappointed in in it. I really was. And I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave why it disappointed me for Monday for the people that are interested. And I don't want to spoil for you. So, But next time, if you watch it, it's only four episodes. It's like roughly an hour each. Okay. It's, All right. it's yeah, easy that, that, to do. That's definitely that. like a gulp down before the next show. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we talked about this before, but Minnie Ran, I'm just really just sick of this ADHD short attention span yeah. writing that just puts you in the middle without giving you enough context. And it's very jarring. It just doesn't feel like they're really trying to create a good story or a good world. I mean, we can talk about that a little later. I mean, we know like the the wizarding world like universe is built out. But even if you look at like the, the products that they have, like Hogwarts Legacy, just what they're releasing, like even that, where they're taking a story that we haven't seen yet that we can participate in. And they're taking all these characters and really developing them out and showing you a lot of layers just feels like it's you got to do that in all mediums man otherwise you're not going to catch people i mean what did we love just like going back to star wars what did we love about star wars right you you fell in love with these characters because there was the development even you didn't necessarily get every single like aspect of their life but you got enough yeah. where you were able to attach yourself and say yeah this is the hero's journey yeah i'm and i'm totally vibing with luke or even yeah. like you know, ultimately, like, you know, Han Solo and other characters in there, because they they all had their own dimensions versus this flat shit that we seem to be getting lately. And it's again, it's just this very ADHD. OK, we have to do a limited series and four episodes and try to cram like a bunch of stuff instead of just taking the time to really tell a good story. It sucks. I feel I do feel like the biggest problem for me with like the Blood Origin show though was that they're just that with everything that was covered it, it didn't I didn't feel like things developed enough for mm -hmm. for what was going on and some of the writing was really fucking bad dude yeah it, it, it's called because I can't say I can't just say Wheel of Time because that's kind of dissing the author but it feels like the amazon wheel of time syndrome right it's like just let's rush to like blow shit up and you know i just i can't i can i love me some jerry bruckheimer but it doesn't work with what they're doing now where there it's like it's all about the effects and you know all of that it's not about the depth in the story yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna plant a seed for you when it comes to blood origin okay Oh boy it won't mean anything for you right now uh, am i am i gonna feel the vein here again oh, no. am I, <laughs> and then one became two and then two became three. Oh dear lord that's this all i'm gonna say musketeers doesn't mean anything to you right now i'm just gonna say that oh and my i feel like it's gonna get you the way that galadriel's same expression worked for every single scene she was in i'm exaggerating but it was pretty much Galadriel, madriel yeah 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 i got you yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. this is a true story man um speaking of ubisoft uh, ubisoft though mm. 
Ubisoft is having a bad time canceling more unannounced games as its share price plunges. Man, Ubisoft has been taking it to the face for a while. Yeah. Right? They, I feel like it's a, a it's a product of trying to do too much and just to pump stuff out as opposed to thinking, mm-hmm. let's focus on a few things and really like nail nail the quality. Because I think now, granted, not everybody's like a fan of the later Assassin's Creed games, but I felt like they did a really good job with those. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I haven't played all the way through Valhalla, but, you know, definitely like Assassin's Creed Origin, I really liked and the others, a few of the others before. Mm. And yeah, it was a lot of content and it was maybe a little grindy, but you still had something where you could kind of play and enjoy for quite some time. But it's like, they just keep throwing out like all these different things. And it's like even skull and bones, right. That delayed again. I mean, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't even imagine like, you know, what, you know, the memes coming out of that now that, that that's gotten delayed again. And it's like, what is so horribly wrong with that, that it keeps getting delayed. And again, I'm not asking them to release a crappy product if they're not proud of it, but get your shit together. Honestly, if you want to be successful in this industry, focus yourself um, on on like a maybe a smaller suite of products, and you'll definitely end up getting better, better quality oh, that way. Oh my God! Ubisoft stock price took a freaking nosedive in third quarter of 2022. I'm looking mm-hmm. at that. I'm looking at that image. Past five years, 65 percent down. Man, golden. The golden period was like 2018, but. Yeah, I'm like looking at that and I'm just like, shit, homies. I mean, to be fair, most of the, the market bled in 2022. Let's be real. Okay. Yeah. You don't even want to look at my portfolio. That shit's red as fuck. Okay. Like, so I'm I'm just saying, man, it's it's not everybody for the most part was getting just bombarded in 2022, right? Um, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not just them. I mean, you know, but at the same time, you do does make you wonder about some of those games. And the you know, Assassin's Creed. I don't know if you know this or not, but the I might have rambled on about this so many times I could have totally repeated myself multiple times in front of you by now. So I hope hope not. But God or not God of War, but the uh, Prince of Persia trilogy specifically. After the first mm-hmm. one, they did the Warrior Within, and like Godsmack was like used for a lot of the promo material, and um, oh, it was around the time Dante's Inferno came out, which was really good when it was in its time too. Um, felt mm-hmm. a lot like God of War. If you didn't play it, that was that was fun. Um, but in the second one, Warrior Within, they they fine tune their engine, and that became. I mean, that literally was the seed for Assassin's Creed. So the Prince of Persia trilogy was like what essentially just like spawned this Assassin's Creed franchise. You just and that one can go so many different directions because of the premise anyway. Um, whereas mm-hmm. like the Prince of Persia, it's like you know you you they're not using this sort of like technology to go back into your ancestor and all that stuff that you've got for the assassins. And since they existed mm-hmm. for so long, it's like you just hit different periods and have fun with it. Um, but 
So it's a rip, man. Ubisoft used to be like that company that like, you know, you had a lot of respect for and you really appreciated it. And it was right there next to another company that I had a respect for and appreciated, which was Blizzard. And they both have fallen to. I was literally just thinking that they've fallen so far. And it's like, again, it's like when you focus more on a bottom. I mean, again, I know as a business owner, you have to, you know, you have to have some attention to the bottom line. You have to control your costs and so on. But the thing that makes you successful is knowing what to invest in and not trying to spread yourself so thin and have so much going on that nothing is, you know, nothing has that, like that heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, are focusing on that. And then you take a look at, you know, companies that have like, maybe one or two really stellar products and they're making money hand over fist because people love it. Valheim dude. Like put, dude. Yeah. Valheim right there. Like, I mean, even like God of war, right. You've got legit like two games and people eat them up. I mean, how many years later, what 2018 to 2023, we got people that are still, you know, jonesing over that game. It's mm-hmm. because it's quality. Right. And even, they went in and like did the remaster, not remaster, but they did like the next gen update and other things. So they kept it fresh. But even if they didn't, the, the story and the gameplay alone was enough to carry it for years. It's kind of the same thing with CD Projekt Red yes. and Witcher 3. Absolutely. I mean, how many years later do is right. that still a thing, right? And people love it. True story. And granted, there's probably disappointments in other mediums as we talked about but the actual thing like people love that i mean how many years later is that again still selling like hotcakes which are three still is amazing game i mean it's like god of Mm -hmm. war games or the prince of persia games or like final fantasy you know seven specifically is i mean nine was good too but there were a lot of games where it's like you know but there's those ones that just hold up so well over time and people keep playing and playing and playing and playing. And they just can't get enough of it. Right. Yeah. 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 Again, if they did, a, if they did more than a, like a half-ass college try with Prince of Persia, I think they would make money hand over fist oh, with I, that, but it's yeah. in limbo now. So who knows what's going to happen and whatever they showed didn't, wasn't impressive. Cause again, it was like, let's just reskin some shit. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Call it a day. No, no. You, yeah. you got it. If you're going to do it, do it right. Dude, you know, the thing is, too, is like they're sitting here saying a bunch of unannounced games and they were dedicated. They they recently were like talking about, you know, how dedicated they were to the Prince of Persia. And I'm sitting there going like, you know, I'm going actually right now. I'm going to go look Prince of Persia. Right. Uh, th- I mean, they're going to that game specifically is one that is is going to require financial investment for them. This one's going to. I think at this point they're doing bad and this is going to be an investment. They are going to have to pay to do this remake. And I think that maybe they'll find out there's a lot of, if they, they do it and they do it right and remake it right. I think they're going to find that people will still play the shit out of some of their games. And maybe they've already got some games that they could continue to, you know, carry that momentum for moving forward and people continue to keep playing and loving them. Um, and the Prince mm-hmm. of Persia, Assassin's Creed, those games are great examples. There's plenty of others. Too, yeah, obviously. exactly. 
I exactly, to... though I'm not necessarily like a, a fan of Assassin's Creed Infinity in a live service monstrosity, but we'll see how that plays out. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely, it's like if they do like a good focus on story, you really like reimagine a good level of combat. I mean, really dive into the RPG aspect of it, really focus on like interesting boss and mini boss fights. I think you're going to end up getting a product that's going to sell like gangbusters. It's really just, and I know it, it seems a little like, uh, I, I guess oversimplified, but it is that simple. It's like really just focus on how we can reimagine the story, use those tropes to that really capture people and give them opportunities to theory craft. I mean, even just looking at say um, God of war, right. And you're, not necessarily talking about really complex things but there's a lot of theory crafting around like what's best to take first and so on yeah. and like different builds you can have what gear you can have you could totally do that with prince of persia and have a solid mm -hmm. story and again it it have the same momentum as god of war that would be something different that they could do with the prince of persia franchise they've never done Right. Because the trilogy was great. The one after that was really good, too. And it was actually really interesting because it was very much like a I don't know if you checked that out. It was just called Prince of Persia. I did. And he had like the claw and you were like in a painting, dude. I was like, that was a fun. Yeah. That was a really cool approach. That, I really like that visual style. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many directions they can yeah. go without it just being like a lame ass reskin. I mean, exactly. Just really just. Think think of it differently. Think Give outside gear. the box, man. Yeah. Give him gear and skills. Give Go him. God of War style. Imagine what that would be like. Oh my God, dude. Exactly. Exactly. And and I mean it's got such a beautiful mechanic with that um, you know, ability to reverse time. What other time powers can you have? I mean, there's there's other inspiration out there. I think they just need to kind of really just noodle on that do maybe some focus groups or something and i think i think they could really turn that around if they just invested some time in it but again like you said it's an investment it is it is investment i mean one of these days i'm hoping to have that ue5 game that i launch right and i mean i'm taking inspiration from stuff like god of war legend of zelda prince of persia you know all these games that are just so good i mean i don't feel like you've got to reinvent the wheel i don't think you got to make a really complex game i think genuinely people will if you can hit a couple things like the gameplay mechanics and system feels rewarding to like level to progress and the story is rewarding then you're going to captivate the general i think rpg community they're going to at least appreciate it, even if it isn't living up to God of War standards as an indie dev. People will enjoy, I think, a solid game that delivers a good story and is rewarding to play, right? Yeah, it's Feels not good. that complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like when we when we talk about um, like MMOs and games like, you know, what Intrepid is, is doing with Ashes of Creation. It's really just looking at what worked well and kind of doubling down on it or what didn't and like well, what was wrong about it that really like was a feels bad for a community exactly, yeah. and and address it right uh, i think mm -hmm. i i think again right it it's it seems oversimplified but it is that simple um to be able to do that uh just i, I just wish more developers would understand that that it quality equals profit not you know speed <laughs> exactly 
you know, time to market and all that. Yeah, you talked about CD Projekt Red, and yes, do you see that they settled? They settled that lawsuit. People may not remember, but when Cyberpunk uh, 2077, when that came out, people were really upset because of the fact that they they felt that they hid the game's basically where they were at and what they were launching with and that it was kind of misrepresented and that, you know, they didn't really, they didn't do right by people when they launched that thing. And there was a class action lawsuit and they have actually paid out um, a 1.85 million and settled for that. Um, Which, I mean, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I don't personally think that they had the intention of hurting anybody when they, they launched that. I think that they were, I think that the pressures of delivering because people wanted it and also like, you know, the timeline and like the expectations, I I think that they got the best of them. And I think they just made some bad decisions trying to please people. And it came at a cost of just, you know, not really being very clear. Um, And I think a lot of those types of things can happen. I'm not excusing it, but I think that happened very easily when you feel the pressure of just trying to not let people down. And this was a, they they hyped it up hard. There was a lot of hype around it. That's well, part I of the, have a more ranty take on it. Honestly, I, I want to hear it. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it's it's again that that um, dollar sign in your eyes look that you just like. I want to make some money off this, and 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 I I think they you know they had a solid product, and I remember, I can't. I mean, it was, it was, it's been a minute, but I remember like watching some YouTube guys, not like your standard shills, like people that really went in and played it kind of dug in and talked about it (laughs) and how, like how great it was and what an experience it was. And it had me so hyped. Like, even though it was like, okay, first person, I'm, I'm going to be challenged, but I still want to play the, play the shit out of it. And, and it got to a point where it's like, you, you tried to do too much and you try to do it too quickly and then you have executives that are like man we're bleeding money we need to make money off of this get it out there um and again it's 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 just that classic thing of you focus more on making the bottom line than you do on making a quality product uh sometimes you know you need to go slow to move fast yeah brown rice isn't wrong what he said talking new world or like lost ark Fuck New World. Yeah, don't even get me started on that <laughs> shit, right? Oh my Seriously, god. Seriously, it's like if I okay, that that's probably that's going past the mm. PG thirteen. So I'll just gotta leave it at that. That's but okay. yeah, that that that's exactly what you know Amazon has, did with New World. It's like you've got this game. Number one, I think you you had the classic problem of no flipping vision. And it's like, let's see which way the wind is blowing today and change our game to do that wrong answer wrong choices you should not you should not do that because if you have a solid vision then you're going to deliver something that's solid if you just go whichever way the wind blows you're going to end up getting a muddled product and honestly that was blizzard's problem too is you started out having like a decently solid idea really fun obviously it made money because people were all over that shit and then they just started dumbing it down and trying to be everything to everybody and then now it turned into a muddled mess um i haven't let's say i haven't played dragonflight air quotes maybe it's changed i don't know not gonna give it the time day because i you know 
I'm too old for that shit. Maybe it changed. I'm laughing at you right now because no, it didn't, bro. You know it didn't. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm I'm trying. trying, Tigers don't change your stripes, especially Tigers called Activision Blizzard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I was curious, though. I want to come back and hit on Hogwarts Legacy again. I want to come back and hit on God of War again as we sort of going back. And I want to come back and potentially New World might make its way back in there again, too. Um, But this this God of War show for Amazon, I have I'm so worried about that show, dude. Like I saw that. Yeah. I saw what's his name. Um, uh, yeah, Christopher Judge, the voice of Kratos, like chimed in on Dave Batista as, Kr- as Kratos. Remember, uh, Dave Batista isn't going to be playing Kratos. They haven't cast that role yet. Um, yep. But people were like sharing stuff, and he he shared his opinion. I don't I don't know what anyone's thoughts are about that, but the the main thing I got to say is I'm really worried about this one. And you know why? Wheel of Time, Rings of Power. Need I say more? Those are fantasy. If you're going to do anything God of War, and it sounds like the God of War is going to be based, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the Norse mythology God of War, not the other one set, which honestly, I think, you know what I think on that? I think they're going that direction because Vikings and, and those shows and everybody loves the Norse stuff. It, it's, it's, yeah. you know what? I'm worried. I'm going to say it. It's it's Amazon being fucking Amazon. It's like shit's popular. Let's make something out of it. But then make let's money. you know let's update it. I'm like yeah, you know I just I let's adapt I it so it not... looks like our world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Let's 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 do it in like New York City or something. Kidding, kidding. Um, but uh, I I I just I don't know. I'm I'm so cringe right now. Especially like I don't know who the actor is, but I was clearly vibing with what Chris Judge was saying because he's so good. Yeah. As the voice of Kratos, and he's got this yep. stage presence to play Kratos in God of War. I mean, if he doesn't get it, I guess the, the other tack is going to be okay. Well, he dodged a bullet, but um, yeah. I just don't think Dave Bautista could could do that role. I mean, I just don't see him there. And that's nothing against Dave Bautista. I think he's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've seen him in like some other stuff, but you're going to need somebody that's really like, as much as it's like a fantasy action blow shit up monsters game there's so much heart mm-hmm. and story and feeling and emotion with that that if you don't have an actor that has that range it's gonna be shit man it really isn't and, and that's that's assuming the writing is decent right which is a big assumption with amazon dude i'm gonna you know what i mean look kratos is is white and people are going wait why what do you no he's like painted white all the time right yeah th- he that looks, to me doesn't no 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 yeah. but i'm looking at him and i'm looking at his yeah. facial structure and i'm like i'm looking at him i'm like put the red line put on the white war paint that he always has on because he's painted white and everything it doesn't matter like you're literally going to be painted white and red anyway so you, that shuts those people up Right. They have yeah. nothing they can say at that point. But like give him the beard. I'm looking at him. Give him the beard. Right. Paint him white. Cause that's Kratos is like like albino white almost. His eyes have got to be like that almost reddish color. Contacts, right? I'm looking at him right now and I'm like, I mean, dude, he's even got like 
Like his nose even looks like him. His facial structure even looks like him. I'm like, he could be God of War and he sounds like him. The only thing is he's have to work out. He's have to work out and get buff as fuck because Kratos is ripped. Yeah, and he, he can, I mean, he was buff did it for Stargate SG-1, man. Sorry, so, yeah, SG-1. Yeah, SG-1. And yeah, I agree. It's like, honestly, again, right, I'm not... Um, God, he could be regardless, Kratos. Dude. I think any anyone that has the acting chops and has the physique could play that. Doesn't matter He's what, got it. Yeah, what racial background nope. they have. So anyone that is saying that, and, you know, I know we've talked about, like, yeah. woke, non-woke in the past. Woke doesn't just mean, like, no. cross-racial casting. Nope. It's no, it's, no, no, it's no. definitely the message over the story. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's why House of the Dragons did great with it. You know, they, they actually changed it. They made the Valyrians all people of color. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I didn't care at all. I had zero qualms with it. You know why? Because it fucking worked for me. It was great story. Yeah, it was a good story. The yeah. story was good. They did their part well. You know what my actual complaint is with that? It's kind of the mm. same one I've got with The Queen, that show on Netflix. It's about, like, you know, the queen over in Europe or whatever, um, in England. But it's... I, I actually... I think I have more of a preference that you get someone that you can age and keep the same actor or actress. Um, they did it in, like, The Queen. I think they used the same lady for The Queen in the first, like um two seasons and i think the third one they got a different one i think it's on the fourth now and they got the lady who played the the pink sweatshirt lady the evil gucci and harry potter the what was her name oh. the cat lady you know what I'm oh, talking yeah about? i remember yeah i know who you're talking about i just can't think of the name right now yeah and i like her and she's like the queen now right but like i'm going it feels too drastic that they've yeah. changed the actress. I mean, you've had three people playing it already. So for the aging process, they just changed the actor or actress. And they did it for a lot of all, all the characters, like pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. And in House yeah. of the Dragon, they were doing that too, except for Damon's character didn't change, which I was like, and, um, you know, the king, he didn't change, I think. So that was like a little weird like that. That to me, that was a little more of like an immersion breaker than actually having people in a role that are like a different color. Like that didn't matter to me. Right. Yeah. Cause they played the part and it was believable and the story was good. Yeah. yeah. And I almost feel like it would be better just to go mm-hmm. with like an actor that yeah. can play the oldest version of it and de-age them. Cause there's actually been yeah. some really good movies they've um, done. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I just look at, you know, I know Ant-Man, right. What they did with Michael Douglas and it was like, it was phenomenal what they did with him going back in time. So the technology is there and you can still keep like a consistent performance with that versus the other way around, which like, you know, older makeup can, et cetera, can tend to not look as good. I feel like they're doing a better job going the other way <laughs> than it is. And you still, again, get that consistency uh, with, with in terms of actors and performances. And if you get a good actor quality as well, right? Man, I actually think Chris Judge should be Kratos. Really. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got a good won't... shaped bald head too. His head, every his he his structure works like he 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 would be a believable Kratos to me. Yeah, I mean, I I had this. I actually had this debate with somebody just before the show, maybe an hour or so before the show, and they're like, "Well, let's let's look at who might do it." Okay, you've got Dave Bautista. Well, no, you know Dwayne Johnson. 
No. No. Um, no you know, way, there dude. was like there was all these like actors they were putting in like for Kratos, and it's like you've got somebody that's got it already. The voice and can can handle the candle, the voice, handle the like the the acting component of yeah. it and everything. It's like it feels like a slam dunk. Again, though, you're one thing that I will say is regardless of who they cast they've got to back it up with all the other stuff because we even know with witcher like you know henry cavill was fantastic as Geralt. he's 58 but then they start yeah what? can you believe that you christopher believe that? judge is 58 that dude looks like he's in dude, his if fucking I, if, late I, if i look that good at 58 man oh yeah i'm telling you what yeah, yeah. Holy shit, dude. That's insane. Yeah. He does not look his age. How no. about that baby face? Am I right, Christopher Judge, dude? I know about that. <laughs> it's called karma, man. He's got a good heart, so it keeps yeah. him young. <laughs> his his speech was so good too, dude. Yeah. Oh man, I it's so crazy though to see him as a Kratos role. I I, I genuinely hope he I hope he actually becomes so. a real Kratos. If he does. Then I'm going. I'm going to. I will. I would be fifty percent so excited just to see him in that role, and fifty percent scared to death for him. Yeah, because it's Amazon and they could completely screw it up. Well, at least he's got the God of War series. Maybe they'll make another God of War. It'll at least have that. But but <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like The Witcher. Netflix is jacking that whole thing up. But oh, you know what? God, yeah. You see, you see Henry Cavill, and I'm like, that's The Witcher, man. Yeah, he did such a great job, and unfortunately, they decided to screw the pooch in terms of like following the story and pissed him off. God, um, that's what it yeah. is. That is yeah. what it is. I had a video Monday about this, and I was like, I've got to hit on this. Called out the showrunner. Yeah. I, I saw an article. Anyway, long and short of it is, is like there was like this like complaint about bro culture. Someone told me um, that that wasn't actually the person who made that article, I guess, like took it down because they were wrong. But the long and short of it is, is like there's so much damage control from that showrunner. It's like she knows she fucked up with right. the show and with it not being you know, like adhering to actual source material. And Henry Cavill came into that from the very beginning going, I'm down. I want to see Geralt get it. He likes the Witcher. He wanted to see Geralt get the kind of Geralt character that he is in the books, which by the way, is a different one than you see in the games. And is a different yeah, one than you absolutely. see. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it was pretty clear in season two that they weren't going to let that happen when I, when yeah. I watched it. But yeah, we'll see what he does with 40k though. He's he's doing that. Did he he's, do that? He's got the rights, I think, actually. Yeah. If I'm not he's mistaken. He's gonna do it. He's so, gonna do it. Yeah. So he is so that was a very important point because I was like talking about that at one point, and someone was like, you know, he got the rights, right? Like it's not Amazon. Uh, he pitched it to Amazon, so he's like spearheading it. So mm -hmm. I'm actually super curious about this because of the fact he's in charge of this basically he's he's gonna he and i'm going it, it doesn't really matter at that point like if he's got creative control that's gonna be good it's a damn shame he didn't with the witcher but yeah for sure because he would have yeah he would have yeah, been right he, he would have rocked it but yeah such like again right it's it's actually kind of funny that he is like so devoted gamer 
that kind of thing and he's doing that because now you know when a nerd's at the helm they're they're gonna do a good job kind of a, it's kind of the steven argument with ashes of creation right good point you got you got a you got a gamer making a game with the passion of a gamer At the end of the day you're gonna of these you're, posers you're definitely stacking the deck in your favor i'm not gonna say mm-hmm. it's always a perfect situation but you're definitely stacking the deck in your favor wow dude christopher judge dude amazon might still mess it up i mean i don't know man we'll yeah. have to see how it goes it's it's always at this point it's concerning but i definitely feel better about 40k than i do god of war because god of war you're like ah it's fantasy that's why because they have not gotten fantasy right once yet not not once and they took two of the biggest fantasy worlds they took Jared Tolkien's world and Robert Jordan's world. Massive amount of literature that's been there for a long time. Jared Tolkien, obviously, a lot longer. And you just royally failed on both fronts. And look, God of War may be based on the game, but you're still talking about fantasy. Yeah, so exactly. At the end of the yeah. day, I would be worried. But yeah, I would be. I would feel better with Chris Judge if he was... I, don't yeah, know who I think at least they would give it some class. I'll I be think honest so. with you. Definitely. Yeah, and, and it's, I don't know. It's given me. I'm. I'm actually like we're talking about fantasy, but back in my mind, I'm like, oh damn, they got rights to Stargate, don't they? Too. Yeah, they do, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a little. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I like, mean, I mean, I, I know it's not. I mean, I know like there's different fans, like the Star Treks and the Star Wars. But like me personally, when that movie came out and then they ended up making a TV show, I love that. Yeah, I love that yeah. concept. And they just picked the right actors for that. Didn't matter who was like in what. It just was it was a perfect combination. So, God, I hope Amazon doesn't mess that up, too. I mean, it, mm. we'll just, I guess, add it to the list of things that have been Amazoned. Anybody who likes Stargate too, if you end up watching SG One, just be prepared for everything you think you know to get completely pulled away from you mm. when it starts too. Because I remember watching that and I was like, oh, "No, no, not like this." I was like, "This can't be how this starts." And I like legit before I could watch more of it, I had to like take a little bit of a break, and I was like bummed out because of what happened, you know. Like, and I can't say anything more than that. I was like, "No, this isn't how this show's starting, right?" How horrible, especially if you were like, you got to the end of the movie, and you're like, oh, damn, this movie's amazing. Feels so good. It ain't going to feel good for much longer because. Yeah. Things well, I mean, don't it got go into great. it. I think I, I think it ended up having its own take. It did. And you had you again, you had the right actors to deliver mm-hmm. that take, which I think made all the difference. Right. And I think why it ran as long as it did. My like brother, seasons, right? there's a lot and Atlantis went a long time too. And then you got a lot of people that sprung from that, that are just like rock stars. I mean, it's all crossovers with people that have been in Star Trek. And I mean, you know, yeah, there's a lot of, my brother loves the doc and uh, uh, he loves the doc in Atlantis because of his like personality. He's like a little dude. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> dude's, he's <laughs> something, man. He was one of my favorite characters. He's hilarious. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And did Jason Momoa was in that as well. He was. 
Yeah. You see him and you're like, oh my God, dude, you were so much smaller than then. Yeah. And you didn't look like him. Yeah. You know what I'm watching now? I actually got into um what's his name? Michael Rosenbaum does a podcast yeah. called Talkville. Yeah. And he talks about episodes of Smallville. Oh, and I cool. like I watched started like listening to that late. And then I'm like, well, let me start watching the episodes. And I ended up just getting goat sucked back into it. And then you start seeing actors in there, you're like, damn. I didn't realize they were in this or like, dude, just, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. My gosh, it's like 20 years yep. old now. Dear yeah. Lord. Yeah. I think one of the people in there, I can't remember, but the lady that played, what was her name? Uh, was it Allison or. Something? Oh yeah. Allison Mack. Yeah. Who played Chloe. Damn. She was in the news too. Did you see that? What happened to her? Yeah. That whole, that whole, like she groomed for thing. a cult. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. She was like grooming women for a cult. And I was like, Oh no. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I think they touched on, on a couple of the podcasts. I haven't watched that far into the podcast yet, but, but yeah, it's like, man, how, how, how people can unfortunately get into situations where they just like lose themselves. It's, it sucks. I'm I'm curious about if you've seen this Forspoken game that's coming out from Square Enix. Oh, you have. I did play the demo. I heard bad things about the demo. Yeah, I'm just going to say like people like it was the article talked about the gameplay being fun. And I would say maybe for a minute it was. But I'll be honest, this is like gravitating for me and i hate to say it but it is what it is fleming bag of dog shit status i mean <gasps> i did not like it at all and from and it just felt very contrived and then they started i think that was some of the feedback is that the story sucked and all of that and it's like again like you've got a great concept on paper i remember like watching stuff on it um right. where they were talking about the story i'm like oh this is so cool i love this it's like a really neat universe and yeah and i don't know it's once again that you know that uh you're you're not focusing on the right things when you're building something out but yeah. i felt like the combat was a little cumbersome and maybe but and i'm i wouldn't say i'm not used to a controller because i've i've you know played like playstation xbox stuff before but even on the controller, it felt clunky. I mean, you look at something like, again, this, you know, look at God of War, right? That's like what we've been talking about. Good. I mean, even like Horizon, like Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, which I'm, I'm, I finished Zero Dawn and I'm into Forbidden West a little bit. Like just when I, when I have one of those like sweaty, like rage quit moments from God of War, I'm like, oh, let me just let me play Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which you're going to, if you, if you like the fights and, I said this before, but if you like the fights in God of War, really? amps up a notch in Ragnarok, man. It's definitely, I don't want to say it's Elden Ring-esque, but it, you definitely, you take a beating. I was getting pretty fucking sweaty in that. I'm not really? going to lie. But I did man. it. I, it was one of those things where it's like, you keep at it, and then when you accomplish it, you're like, that's right. Like killing that dragon and got a war a minute ago. I was like, God bless that thing looked amazing. I blew yeah. out the side of its head and neck. I was like, Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely know how to do it right. And it gets, it gets Spoilers. better, and you get more variety and mini bosses to do around the world um, in nice. different aspects. It's, 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 it's a good time. It's definitely a good time. 
You know, this Forspoken game, like you can go download the demo right now on their yeah, website. It's on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like, I think you can download it for PC too. It looks like, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right there on their yeah. site. 124 is when it's coming out. So you've got like 11 days or some change. And yeah. here's the premise, right? So you get this girl, Frey, from, a, from New York, right? She's transported into the beautiful and cruel land of Athia. In search of a way home, Frey must use her newfound magical abilities to traverse sprawling landscapes and battle monsters creatures. So I don't know what the story is going to be. It looks like mm-hmm. it's a journey of transformation for her, probably. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at that and the premise of going from New York into a magical world, a fantasy world is cool. I mean, this this to me, when I saw that originally was like, oh, my God, that's like Captain and the Game Master style shiz. Where you, if that was a cartoon back in the day, if you ever saw it, he gets pulled into um, Nintendo I, games. I think I remember, yeah. Yeah, he gets, he's like this jock or whatever, and he's got this, he gets playing his Nintendo, he gets pulled into like Nintendo games, and he's got like his jacket, he's got like the power glove or something at one point, he's got his belt buckles, like the Nintendo controller, and he like uses it. Oh, yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that go. now. Yeah, yes. I do remember that now. So this is like but a he, much cooler version of that, I thought, and I was like, oh, could be yeah, good. Again, like, and maybe it's because I didn't, I from a gameplay standpoint, we kind of got dumped in the middle just for demo purposes so you can get more abilities to try out. Yeah. But it just felt so, like, kind of clunky. And, and again, and I've played, see. like, games, like third-person RPGs and all that, and this just felt like, it, it just felt a little muddled in terms of, of the combat, but it was, I mean, it was definitely pretty. It was cool to look at and, but that it needed a little more in, I don't know, in my opinion, polish in that department. Um, it just didn't feel, but the story, like I said, I, I was interested in the story. I love heroes journey stories in Same. general. Right. Um, and this felt like felt cool, but it, I just I don't know that it it didn't live up to the the hype, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I I, I kind of want to jump in and check it out. It's one I'm probably going to kick back and have to wait and see on. Um, yeah, I definitely try the demo, and I would love to hear your thoughts on that. But I like I was so stoked for it when I heard they announced the demo. I downloaded it and I tried it. I tried it once in a sitting, and then I tried it again. And then I'm like, I, I can't support buying this. I just did not. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. It wasn't vibing for me. Did you feel like you could connect with the character? Well, I I don't think I got enough of the story to really like connect with the character. I was more like, man, this this combat feels so flippant and cumbersome. It I, I just, that sucks. That dude. was the part that I was hung up on. I mean, I I I did like. You know, I did like the characters, I but I again I didn't feel like I had enough depth to really connect with them. Yeah. But it just felt like it just it just didn't feel good. There wasn't I didn't feel like there was a, a lot of weight in the combat, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, that does make sense. Whereas like God of War, I felt like there was a lot of weight in the combat. You gotta feel um, like you're punching, even, you know? Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, even just the, like the different weapons you get, like you'll, you'll get them. And I think there, I haven't gotten to it yet, but there's more you can do in God of War Ragnarok from what I've heard. And so I'm looking forward to that. Damn Um, it. When's that coming to PC? (laughs) I'm like, 
you you might be waiting a while on that one, my friend. Man, if they if they if they launched that one sometime in the next six six months, I'd be like, mm, yes, please. I don't know if if don't do this I'll, to me. I'll, I'll tell you what, happen. if I like, lie to me, I, I'll tell you what, if I could like, <laughs> if it was in the cards and they actually create an updated PS5, and I'm I'm dumb enough to do that again. I'll give you my PS5 so you can play it. <laughs> I will. Right, like cool. a dust soul. We'll ship it over, man. Sweet. I'm down. Um, okay. This one's a little bit on the crazy side, and I'm being mindful of time, but AI lawyer. We are I am seeing so many AI things at this point that it's getting a little concerning. Yeah, agreed. Right? Agreed. Like doing the driving for us. That ain't working out so well. Uh, AI art is not real art. AI music, right? No, like, AI art is. Some, yeah. There's some interesting stuff. Cool. I had a, a friend yeah. that was ex- like experimenting with that and came up with some really cool stuff. But yeah, we're kind of getting to a place where I'm seeing more. There's like a. This isn't. We're not in that period right now. And this is this is real talk. Don't tinfoil hat too much here. AI art is still art. Just not human art. Uh, I disagree with that personally, but um, um, yeah. Here, here's my perspective though on this AI lawyer thing. Right, I'm getting a little concerned about the AI in general because it's like we're kind of like pushing it to a lot of different things, and um, give it. I don't know, man. It's like cool to see what it can do, but like I don't know if we need it doing all these different things for us. I know you're like you're I I feel like there's an iRobot uh thing coming on or either that or Skynet. <laughs> I'm just saying it ain't it ain't off base. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not going to disagree with you there. I mean, it is it's fascinating, but it's also like freaking scary. Megan. That, have you seen yeah. that movie coming out? No. Megan or something like that and she's like this like robot doll that's like create i'm like i don't i don't watch little kids in horror movie shit okay for a reason yeah pet fuck, cemetery yeah, fuck that. you know pet cemetery little Annabelle, kids children yeah. of the corn yeah and nah, i don't i don't fuck with that that's like gnome shit i don't fuck with gnomes either i don't little creatures that should seem innocent and helpless and you know, like nice and kind Cute ones, but not the ones that like will murder you in your sleep kind of thing. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get you. Mm. I get you. Nope. Not me. This AI stuff though, and AI lawyer, I'm like, dude, you know, there's certain instances where you're, where you're really curious, right? Do you know what would be really interesting to apply? Like some things are scary, some things you just wonder. For example, AI solving crime, like cold case stuff, like going and looking at details. Well, yeah. Then, what was that that movie yeah. that Tom Cruise was in? Um, oh, shoot. Minority Report. Yes. Oof, that was a twisted one, too, man. Like, yeah, that that was... I really... I watched that a few times. I really liked that, liked that movie. But yeah, I'm there's that and I mean there's also like AI that they're doing like you could have like virtual friends, virtual girlfriends and we're talking about just like text and like machine learning. Yeah. And that's that to me is like pretty fascinating because I think some of the applications of that could be really 
positive, like mental health applications as well, when people aren't necessarily like comfortable talking with a human being and kind of having that and in getting mm -hmm. people out of their shell. I mean, just some of the articles that I've read on that, it's fascinating stuff, but they can like, and it's robot lawyers, really. Well, you know what, what's <laughs> happening soon, right? And then it's just a matter of time before someone starts to say this is wrong. Mm. robot girlfriends like well, i've seen i've there's movies out real, there right? no this is like really happening though people are actually making yeah. this yeah I've, I've seen the articles on it and i'm like oh i cringe dude i literally get the chills i'm like oh that's a little scary i'm just gonna just it's just a matter of time before you get the first article man's penis ripped off by robot girlfriend well, that could be like a mechanical malfunction, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that may not necessarily be like uh, evil intent. That might be, oh, we didn't, we we didn't really smooth out that one edge. <laughs> oh God, dude. Oh God, I'm gonna get clipped, aren't I? Robot boyfriend. Yeah, you get people getting like bleeding out. I mean, definitely clip something if you want to. Um, Daedalus is, uh, yeah, he's talking about I mean, severing a little red now. Davis is like, oh no, why are my why is anybody warm in here? It's so hot in here. Why am I whew, man? Anybody else feel like it's warm in here? It's supposed to be a cold winter night. I don't understand. It's just a matter of time before you start to get some yeah, some things, man, that are a little little concerning. The I guess I guess with with the time that we've got left. It's important to to kind of talk about this, right? I guess I'll try to jumble these two into one here. State of MMOs, state of RPGs, discussion on them. You got games like Embers Adrift. The indie dev team bringing you something you've... Look, some people are enjoying that one, I guess. that's. I don't get it personally. Um, yeah, same here. I just, I don't know. I'm new world uh I yeah i mean it's for for me it's perpetuating bad business and i i hate to say it it's like we have the same conversation about you know um diablo immoral right yeah i did say, <laughs> i did say diablo immoral diablo Just immoral well i mean it's like yeah let's make a game where you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to be like to be top tier really and people were supporting that and that's People, like yeah. what gets me it's like how can you be so focused on a prize that you didn't fucking earn i mean what was like what was the like i remember the appeal of gaming when i was growing up it was overcoming a challenge yes figuring out a puzzle right there wasn't this whole um you know let me google and youtube everything or let me drop some coin and get the like you know flaming sort of you know whatever right so you, it just feels to me like we've got this culture of i just want to i just want to finish instead of enjoying the journey right i mean how like just again i mean i know we we've, we've been talking about god of war quite a bit on the po the podcast but it's it's a really important life lesson for a, a really good experience. What do you have? You have a good story. You enjoy the journey. You have different challenges you need to go overcome. There's a good combination of puzzle. 
of action, of story. Like those were the kind of things that as a as like a you know growing up that got me into games to begin with. It was like that same rush of like reading a good book. You your imagination went wild. You identified with the characters. There was like an emotional connection with like with the story. Um, and it's like it's 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 definitely feels like it's more about well, I just want to win. I just want to finish now. And that's that's unfortunate because that's honestly the same thing with MMOs, right? I mean, how many times have we talked about pay to win and how much of a feels bad thing it is in an MMO? I it's kind of the same, it's the same thing with RPGs nowadays, because it people are looking for these soundbite experiences. Um or, or people are perpetuating these soundbite experiences instead of these game, these you know companies like I don't know, like remember Elden Ring. We talked about that mm -hmm. quite a bit before. Yes, we these did. other companies they're really focusing on that journey, and it's not all about winning quickly all the time. Yeah, sometimes it's about getting wrecked all the time. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, that was my that's been my experience in some boss fights with god of war ragnarok where i'm like you get to a point where you're like you get a confidence and it's like man i'm getting my butt kicked and then you have that one round where you're like i got him down to this much man i'm almost there and then you like just maybe take a minute or you're like all right i'm gonna push this through and make it happen and that sense of accomplishment is there it's the same thing with like mmos back in the day when you were grinding it up or really accomplishing something in a raid or pvp situation and now it's like oh well i can just you know drop some coin and you know have that experience whether it's as part of like something supported by the company or like a third party it's it's still there i mean there's a market for that too gold sellers and so on yeah yeah i agree um so what are you looking at chat you whatever i was typing there <laughs> <laughs> he said getting wrecked or erect and then i i you said you just gotta push this through and i'm like there are he said push this through lol i'm a, i'm a i'm a literal 41 that's some year fucking old dark boy. overlord shit no, it's you not, know that no, it's not, it's not that's either. a dark overlord shit. i was trying to be sweet and innocent oh i and bet you, brought you were us into the muck yeah you were trying to be sweet trying to sweeten it up the right okay <laughs> It's not Dark Overlord stuff. It's just funny stuff. <laughs> You're like, um, yeah, I agree though, man, about the journey. And there's like a lot of points that like now I think was uh, bringing up in chat as well about like how back in the day you didn't get all this like you didn't have the cash shop stuff towards like you could earn certain things, you could earn things in game to buy it, you could buy it outright. That wasn't tied into it. It was here's the game, you pay for the game the reward is experiencing beating the game and being able to talk about it, sharing it with your friends. Like for me, it was like, for me, like I'm going and playing God of war, right? There ain't anything in the cash shop I'm buying. I'm not buying anything in the cash shop. There's nothing in there I'm getting. It's literally that moment you go walk up and you're like, Oh my God, we're getting into a dragon fight. Holy shit. This is crazy. That's the reward. Cause it's epic. You know what's another one that I hope they port to PC? I don't know if they're going to ever do this, mm -hmm. but if you don't have a chance to port to PC and the whole console thing works out, Ghost of Tsushima. 
that was such a good game such a good game and again it's the same thing it's the same thing maybe in some cases on a smaller scale but you are still you still have that story different like interesting things for combat you felt like you were in a you know a samurai movie it was that kind of thing again it's the quality experiences the journey and Absolutely. and they did so good with that and and they released expansions for flipping free from like for the most part and then Beautiful. nominal for you know some other stuff so it was again right it wasn't about making money it was about making a good yeah, product exactly Oh, that's it. That's it at the end of the day. I think that's what's so rewarding about being able to jump into these RPG games, man, is just like jumping in there, enjoying the journey. Like, I'm so stoked to find out what the story is, and I'm going to be eager, you know, for the next one. And the beautiful thing is I know it's already made, so yeah. it isn't going to be that far off till I get to play it again, where back in the day it was like, ah, you beat it, and then you're just waiting for news of the second one. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like... I don't know. I feel like that's cool. I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be good. We talked about this a little bit before. Uh, oh, I cannot wait yeah. for that. And I'm like, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm not like a total like I know everything about the Harry Potter right. Wizarding World, but mm-hmm. I know enough, and I've seen what they're putting out in terms of again, it's all about world building. Mm-hmm. It's all about identifying with characters, rich characters in the story. It just it just looks like it's gonna be one of those games that I can drop a hundred plus hours in on a dime. Um, it just know. it just feels that good. And again, right, it's going back to the roots of having interesting systems, good story, you know, great characters. It just it layered characters too. I think is important. Yeah, characters with depth, man. Like, and Kratos, man, he's got depth. I'm. This is the thing right now is like for anybody who doesn't know, um, if you don't want spoilers, I mean, it's probably so long now at this point. I don't want spoilers, but I'm playing that first one and I wanted to I didn't want to know anything about it. But I'm like, I'm like sitting here going like, kid, are you not picking up on the fact that your father? He is just a warrior (laughs) like he doesn't know. He has no clue. And I am like super curious how that's going to play out when that actually comes to pass because you know it seems like he everyone else to come my friend yeah everyone else knows i kind of have a feeling about the kid but i'm not 100 sure like i'm kind of wondering i'm not i'm not sure knowing ragnarok's there i mean i feel like kratos in some way is a part of the cause of this because let's be real he is, and he always is. He's like the freaking. He ends the gods. He always ends the gods, right? So Ragnarok yeah, the rock is killer, coming. Right? Yeah, he's he literally he's the god killer. So I'm going. I'm kind of wondering, like, this is just me not knowing anything. Okay, so don't don't tell me. But I'm kind of. I, I wouldn't I'm, do that to you. He's been getting these. His kids been getting these headaches and stuff, and like hearing voices and shit. And I'm going. I'm not 100%, but I think the witch is one of the Norse gods. He met another more Norse god, I'm pretty sure, in the very beginning there. I'm not sure about his wife, but I feel like his kid could be a demigod or god too because he's a god. So the question is, is he kid going to be one that also is part of the reason that Ragnarok comes to pass? Or is it going to be both of them? Or is it going to be because of Kratos? Kratos, in some way, is going to be the cause. I'm sure of this because this is what he does. Um, but I have a feeling... 
I don't know. It, here's the here's the thing, okay? His kid looks like he goes a little crazy sometimes. And that cued me in real quick when he went a little crazy with that dagger and started slashing the thing up. I'm like, and then he's hearing stuff, and I'm like, I'm not sure, but I have suspicions that if he's going to go through all of this and he's going to end the gods, who helped to bring the end of the gods? I know a little bit about Norse mythology. Starts with an L word. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but I have this feeling and it's really, really, really like I don't have much to back this up yet and i don't know that i'm even right but like a part of me is wondering if he this kid could be loki i'm not sure but he's got the little dagger and i'm like dagger going a little cray cray raging out you're growing up you're kind of like the stealthy character in a way as you're around like your dad I'm not 100% sure, but I'm kind of wondering. Uh, there's a part of me wondering. I could be wrong, but I don't know because I need to see more of these gods and everything. Yeah. I'm just going to say this, and it's definitely spoiler-free. Okay. You will enjoy the journey. Fucking hell, Done. dude. Oh, God damn, I can't wait to play this game again. I don't get to play until next Wednesday because... That's the next time I'm going to have time to play again. It feels bad. <laughs> I am so looking forward to that game, man. Bro, it's been so fun. And I'm just like. Yeah, but it, I, it is definitely a good time. But I'm not sure about my theory either because he started getting real respectful today. And now I'm like, oh, he's calling me sir and stuff. And he was like being kind of like oppositional and undermining me. And that felt more like I would be right. Now I'm not really as sure anymore. But early in the beginning, it felt like it. I was like. But anyway, that's not how Loki even comes to be in Norse mythology, technically. So that would be like an alteration. Unless. See, but I don't know. I got to. God damn, I got to get through this game. Okay. It kills yeah, me. You got to end this podcast because I'm about ready to tell you everything. Oh, no. Okay. We got to end. You got to end. All right, everybody. You, but, but I love you, man. This is going to say that. Oh. I love, I've loved your spirit. God, I love gonna... your I want to play attitude. Dude, I have been I want to play so hard in that game. I just like literally been titling all my streams like, I don't know, like award winning or epic mouth breather gameplay or something. Because I'm just like, I feel like I don't know. I'm talking and everything, but I feel like there's times when I'm just like so into it. People are going to catch me like all oh, that stupid look you get when you're really into something and you don't want people to see it because like, you know, it's not an attractive face you have. My mouth breather face is like that, and I kind of feel like someone's probably seen it by now, and I'm trying real hard not to let it slip. But it's hard <laughs> to maintain composure the whole time you're playing the game. For sure. All right, friends. That's the end of this show. Episode 93 has come to an end. If you're listening to this, hope you enjoyed it. You can join us on Twitch live every other Thursday. The next uh, LFM will be on the 26th of January. Um, so... Look forward to catching you all here. And in the meantime, why don't we have, let Daedalus go in and shout out his domain so y'all can know where to find him when he's not on this podcast. Sure, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Ashen Herald. 
And friends, we might be coming up to the end of this show, but as always, we're looking for more to join the party. Rants the plenty. Until next time, live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Bye for now. Take care, everybody.